Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. I'm headed to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on, let's go. We made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. Hey everybody, welcome to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Everybody get a seat? Glad y'all can make it. Boy, the room is filling up. Boy, y'all look good this evening. How about it? Everybody get something to drink? Great. I got a lot of news to cover, so as always, let's get right to it. And before I get to the news this week, I do want to say a correction on Cowpokes Restaurant. Last week, I mistakenly said that it was in Texas. I'm sorry about that. Lee travels a lot in Texas. I was confused. Um, It's no fault of Lee's. And I, I got mixed up. Cowpokes Restaurant is in Oklahoma, so I greatly apologize. There, I know there's a rivalry between Texas and Oklahoma. Sorry, ladies, that all the waitresses that work there and the cooks and everything. I greatly apologize. It was an innocent mistake. I stand corrected. Cowpokes is in Oklahoma, not in Texas. A truck stop worker saves the life of another trucker from choking. A Love's truck stop worker has been credited with saving the life of a truck driver who collapsed while choking after eating a bite of a hamburger. This happened on Friday, April 12th at the Love's truck stop in Union City, Oklahoma. Trucker Tommy Robinson says he was having a hamburger at his usual stop at the Love's when he started to choke. He says all that he remembers is is just choking and he doesn't remember anything after that. Love's worker, Ms. Cox, was stocking cigarettes when she noticed uh, Robinson was collapsed on the floor. She said, I heard him fall and I saw a display move. And so I went around the corner and I was just asking, God help me. Then when I saw that his, his face and how purple it was, I just went into, God, do not let this man die in front of me. She yelled for help, and honestly, I thought if I don't act now, this man could die, quote unquote. Cox was able to hoist Robinson into an upright sitting position and perform the Heimlich maneuver on the choking truck driver, saving his life. Robinson says he's doing okay now, and he's grateful to be alive. Quote, I'm just so thankful because it's that quick that something can happen and it could be over. According to the Oklahoma News, it's a moment that he said he never thought he'd experience. Holy crap, he says, I passed out. Um, He was eating it and I believe it was choking, she said, as she was putting up cigarettes. Uh, The scary moment was caught on the store's surveillance video. Um, He says, apparently I choked and couldn't breathe at some point. The problem is I don't remember falling. Um, he says, and uh, something else reported that how she yelled for help, like I mentioned, just a few days later, he says that he's lucky to be alive, just kind of taken back, just reeling a little bit. And I'm just so thankful, you know, because it was that quick. Um, 
He also says that this incident won't stop him from eating his usual burger. I think I chew my food a little more, maybe a little subconscious. I'm going to take my time a little bit more, Robin said. I'm so glad that everything turned out okay for him. And kudos to Miss Cox for thinking so quick on her feet. She is our truck driver angel of the month this month. In other news... A major semi-truck explosion was reported at a busy port. Authorities in California have confirmed that a semi-truck exploded at the port of Los Angeles on Monday, which would be tax day, April 15th. The explosion occurred just before 10 a.m. on Harbor Boulevard. Authorities say that a semi was hauling four cars caught on fire and then exploded. Well, yeah, you got gas in the tanks. In images captured at the scene, you can see that all five vehicles sustained massive damage from the explosion. The truck driver was evaluated at the scene for injuries, but declined to go to the hospital, and no other injuries were reported, thank goodness. The explosion was so forceful that many San Pedro residents reported that it shook their homes. The cause of the explosion is still under investigation. And another story, cops tag along in a truck to catch Texters. A Kentucky Police Department is using semi-trucks to get an eagle-eye view of distracted drivers. According to a new report in Kentucky, officers with the Barberville Police Department went undercover in a rig during a special enforcement detail last week, Friday, April 12th. Using the height of the semi-truck to look down into passenger vehicles, troopers patrolled U.S. 25 in Barberville, Kentucky, looking for distracted drivers as well as seatbelt violations. The fine for distracted driving in Barberville is $25. Wow, you think that's going to deter somebody? A growing number of law enforcement agencies are turning to truckers as a sneaky way to observe the behavior of passenger vehicle drivers. State police in Illinois, Kentucky, Nebraska, Ohio, and Florida have recently conducted similar details, as I pointed out in several shows in the past weeks. Now, this is pretty senseless, and in this article, a mob burns and loots a semi. Where? California. Local firefighters say that this dangerous and lawless gathering ended with two commercial vehicles burned. California police say that an illegal quote-unquote sideshow ended with a city bus and a semi-truck looted and set on fire uh, last week Sunday. The incident started on Sunday afternoon in Oakland. Authorities say that a growing crowd shut down the intersection of 42nd Avenue and International Boulevard for a sideshow, which is an informal car stunt show. As more people gathered for the sideshow, a semi-truck and a city bus became trapped in the intersection around 9 o'clock that night. Witnesses on the scene say that the crowd turned on those vehicles, throwing paper products from inside the truck trailers to others on the street. The crowd reportedly set the semi-truck and city bus on fire before police responded to the scene to disperse the gathering. That's how much it took? You couldn't get there before all that crap happened for dispersing the crowd ahead of time with illegal gathering? Really? No injuries reported, and of course no arrests were made. 
The Oakland Fire Department responded to the scene to help but put out the burning vehicles. Uh, they wrote, there have been numerous injuries from these dangerous or lawless gatherings throughout the town. Luckily, no one in the bus or semi was hurt as a result of the senseless mob. Enough. Well, oh, a Facebook post is going to get it to stop. Really? Y'all need, it sounds to me like y'all need to start patrolling the streets a little bit better. Instead of coffee clutching at Dunkin' Donuts. In other news, a good Samaritan police officer gives a stuck truck a helpful push. A Minnesota woman's video of a police giving a truck driver a much-needed nudge has gone viral. A week and a half ago, on April 10th, a Facebook user by the name of Bandy shared footage of a police officer thinking outside the box and using his cruiser to push a stranded tractor trailer up an icy hill. Now the cruiser, most of I do have to say that most of the cruisers in Minnesota and stuff have almost like the deer guard on the front. So it's not going to necessarily hurt their vehicle. So, and it actually looks like a little Chevy, Chevrolet, I think. And it happens to be a Tyson truck that he's pushing up the hill. So it, the, it does, it looks pretty icy and if he spun out or whatever. So on, uh, they're saying that um, it was really nice to, for him to do that and for finding a Minnesota nice solution to help the stuck trucker. Um, their video has went, her video has been viewed more than 46,000 times. And a new loves brings over 100 truck parking spots to the state of California. Boy, they need it, don't they? How about it, everybody? Doesn't California need some more parking spots? A new loves location has opened up in Northern California, bringing with it more than 100 new truck parking spots. On Thursday, April 11th, Loves announced that a new truck stop located in Williams, California is now open for business. The new Loves is located off of I-5 and Highway 20 at exit 578. So mark that down. That's Interstate I-5 and Highway 20 at exit 578. Williams is situated along the busy I-5 corridor that connects heavily traveled locations throughout California, said Tom Love, founder and executive chairman of Love's. This location allows us to serve both local and professional driver traffic the way we do best. Yeah, expensive ass shit. Excuse my language. We're excited to provide fast quality service to even more customers in the Golden State. You know, is that like PR wrote that? I mean, I'm quoting Mr. Love there. Didn't his like, you know, PR firm write that or something? It sounds like it, doesn't it? You know, laughing at me. The new truck stop offers the following amenities. 103 truck parking spots. Seven showers. Wow. When let's see. TA and Petro have like 15. Eight diesel bays. Laundry facilities. Hey, check it out. They've, we could finally take a shower and do laundry. A cat scale. Chester's chicken. Godfather's pizza. And an IHOP express. What's healthy about those three? Hmm, let's see. I think the IHOP would be about the most healthiest. And 10,000 square foot facilities open 24-7. How about, well, and they do offer fruit and veggie cups. Those kind of things. But how healthy is Godfather's Pizza and Chester's Chicken? Really? 
Really. And in other news, a trucker named Highway Angel for helping a fellow driver in the ditch. A Missouri-based truck driver has been named Highway Angel by the Truckload Carriers Association for helping a fellow driver that crashed in a ditch. Jacob Elkins, a driver for CFI, was driving east of Effingham, Illinois on I-70 back in May of last year when he came across another CFI truck nose down in a ditch. Elkins pulled over and was the first person on the scene. He first went into the cab to try and help the driver, but found that the driver could not talk and was very weak. Quote, he was breathing heavily, so I called 911 and dispatch, end quote, Elkins said. Quote, he didn't want to move because he was too weak, but he was able to tell me his name was Stanley Rowe, end quote. Elkins told Rowe he would stay with him until emergency personnel arrived, then called CFI to notify operations and the safety department. For his willingness to help, TCA presented Elkins with a certificate, a patch, a lapel pin, and truck decals. CFI also received a certificate acknowledging their driver has a, as a highway angel. The Highway Angel Program is sponsored by Epic View. And Daimler Packcar issues recalls over odometer and axle issues. Daimler Trucks, yet another recall. We've been having quite a few recalls this past year. Daimler Trucks North America and Packcar each announced recalls recently affecting approximately only 450 trucks this time to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Daimler recall affects approximately 361 model year 2019 Western Stars, 4,700 and 4,900 trucks. In the affected tractors, the odometers are accumulating distance in kilometers. So in other words, they're Canadian trucks. But the odometer display is labeled as miles. These trucks, therefore, do not comply with the United States FMCSA standards for control and displays. Daimler says the odometer not registering the correct distance traveled could cause driver confusion, duh, as well as possible incorrect assumptions about driver speed. Oh crap, I'm I'm speeding, but yet I'm not. Oh, maybe I am, but maybe I'm not. Are y'all laughing at me? DTNA will notify affected truck owners and dealers will replace the speedometer for free. Owners can contact Daimler Trucks in North America customer service at 1-800-547-0712 with recall number F as in Frank, L as in Larry, dash 812. Again, you can call their customer service line at 1-800-547-0712 with using recall number F as in Frank, L as in Larry, 812. States are to use cameras to catch work zone speeders. About frickin' time. Transportation authorities in Pennsylvania will start using camera technology to automatically detect and ticket drivers who speed in work zones. This was reported on April 17th, which has been Wednesday. Starting later this year, they're not saying when, Pennsylvania DOT will begin using an, uh, quote, automated work zone speed enforcement device end quote, designed to catch drivers exceeding the speed limit in road work zone areas. The speed enforcement device will work by taking photos of the license plates of speeding vehicles, kind of like when you're photo-controlled intersections. 
that's what I'm thinking. That's only my personal opinion. Any driver traveling 11 miles an hour or more will receive a warning in the mail on their first offense. On the second speeding offense, a driver could face a fine of $75 to $150. They give these such a small fine amount, thinking it's going to deter people from going flying through these construction zones. It's not... Revenue generated by the speeding citation will be divided between the state police, the motor license fund, and the Pennsylvania Department of Transportation, or DOT, and the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission. Damn, you got to split it four ways. Pennsylvania transportation officials pushed for the automated speed enforcement technology following the deaths of two workers who were struck by vehicles while performing road work in 2018. You can check out the video below for more information, which this article will be posted in the show notes after the radio show has been uploaded. And a 100-mile-an-hour motorist collides with a moving big rig. Hmm, wonder how that turned out. A motorist going more than 100 miles an hour crashed into the back of a moving semi near Dallas early Wednesday morning. That would have been, yeah, April 17th. The accident happened around 2.30 in the morning on Interstate 30 near Samuel Boulevard. According to CBS News in Dallas, the motorist was speeding along eastbound I-30 when the, he, they struck the back of a big rig. The force of the impact ruptured the semi's truck's fuel tank and sent the car skidding into the roadside barrier, catching it on fire. The truck driver was unhurt, but the motorist and the two passengers were killed. I'd be surprised if they walked away from that. I-30 East near Samuel Boulevard was shut down as crews worked to clear the wreckage and remove the spilled fuel. Nine hours later, the officials had no estimate of when it was going to be reopened, but I'm sure, you know, today's already Good Friday. I'm sure it's going to be opened by then. This episode of Julia's Truck and Cafe is brought to you by Julia's Virtual Assistant Service. Have you ever thought about hiring a virtual assistant? Do you even know what a virtual assistant is? Well, may I suggest you contact Julia's Virtual Assistant Service to find out how they can help you and your business. Do you have things that you hate doing? Are you an owner-operator and have receipts that you have to turn in to your accountant? Well, hand them over to Julia's Virtual Assistant Service and concentrate on things that you enjoy doing. They offer basic web design, social media marketing, bookkeeping to transcription. Julia's Virtual Assistant Service can help you and your business with the things that you hate doing. Any task that you have, hand it over to them. Contact Julia's Virtual Assistant Service today by going to their website at juliasvaservice.com. That's juliasvaservice.com. Juliasvaservice.com for for your free quote, fast turnaround times, and economical pricing. An update on the trucker charged in the Illinois trooper death. A truck driver has been charged and arrested for his involvement in March 28 death of an Illinois state trooper. According to a press release from the Illinois State Police, trucker Craig Dittmar was charged with two counts of reckless homicide and one count of operating a commercial vehicle while fatigued and causing death. 
An arrest warrant was issued on April 11th with a bond set at a quarter of a million dollars. That's $250,000 for people who don't know. Dipmar was taken into custody later that day on April 11th. On March 28th, to refresh everybody's memory, at approximately 12.20 p.m., Trooper Brooke Jones Story was conducting a commercial vehicle inspection on the side of U.S. Highway 20 in Illinois and was standing outside of her squad car when she was allegedly struck and killed by Dittmar's truck. Dittmar was charged at the time for improper lane change and violating Scott's law, which requires drivers to slow down and move over for emergency vehicles and in other news a woman stops on the highway to let a turtle cross the road and leads to a crash that claims the trucker's life a semi-truck driver died as a result of his injuries sustained in a crash caused by a woman who stopped her car in the middle of the highway to allow a turtle to cross the road This crash happened on Tuesday, April 9th. Sorry, it's a little late that I'm getting it to everybody in North Carolina. The authorities say that 68-year-old truck driver Arthur Ray Turner was traveling on Highway 17 about four miles north of Denton when he crashed into an SUV that was stopped in the roadway. The crash sent the semi-truck into the ditch on the right side of the highway while the SUV went into the median. Both vehicles were severely damaged in the crash. Turner was reportedly able to exit the truck under his own power, but later died as a result of his injuries in the hospital. The SUV driver was 69 years old. Patricia Ann Signor was not injured in the crash. Signor told police that after the crash, she had stopped her vehicle in the roadway to allow a turtle to cross. Police are still investigating this crash, and charges could be filed. Signor was initially ticketed, but then the troopers decided to reevaluate. Now, according to the Daily Advance, which is a local paper in North Carolina, the, the Arthur Ray Turner was 68 of Edenton. He later died at Centra Norfolk General Hospital on Tuesdays, hours after the wreck. He said he was collided and he went to the hospital initially, but then he was released. And later on, went, I guess, went back into the hospital, was transported to Centra Norfolk. And that's where he died from his injuries from this accident. And now for Lee's Bullshed. Hey, Lee, how are you today? Hey, I'm doing good. How's everybody doing? Rain, rain, rain could go away. (laughs) I've had my fill of it this week. Like the rain and the wind, they going together. Just come on, let's rock and roll. I'm looking for them tornadoes, you know. So, Uh. anyway. I've I've been hearing some of these some of these articles and read some of them. Everything you talking about the lady with the turtle. Yeah. What was this person thinking? Number one, stops in the middle of the road to let a turtle go across the road causes a guy to lose his life, and they're not doing nothing about this. That lady ought to be charged with manslaughter on top of it. Uh, and they don't have a stupidity ticket that I know of. And they ought to give her that one, too. That is ridiculous. That is flat ridiculous. 
Oh, and I forgot to mention, my bad, the turtle also died in the crash because after he hit her, she ran the turtle over. Oh, God. I, I just, some of this stuff that is coming out in this news is just so bizarre. I mean, it sounds like the lady probably didn't need to be driving a car in the first place, is what it sounds like to me. But anybody stopped right there, I mean, she couldn't went around the turtle on the shoulder or did something like that. Stop in the middle of the road. Most U.S. highways are two-lane, am I right? I mean, there's a few going to four-lane, but aren't most U.S. highways two-lane roads, especially in North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. You are. know, so I don't, yeah, I, I don't get it either. I don't get it either. Yeah. And what about that uh, trucker being charged in that trooper death? I have a lot of opinions about that. I mean, I feel sorry. I really do that somebody got killed like that. I I do. I mean, anybody. I don't care who it is. But here's the thing. She shouldn't have been on the side of the road, which is illegal in the first place, doing this. Yep. That's my point right there. Shouldn't have been there in the first place. Now, the guy, whoever hit it or whatever they did to him, you know, and stuff like that. But like I said, it could have been prevented. She's, she was a veteran officer. Yeah. She wasn't no new person out there. Yeah, she wasn't so a rookie. A, yeah. So is the law different in that state than it is anywhere else about on the shoulder of the road? I I don't know. I don't understand. You know, it was, again, on the side of a U.S. highway. You know, yeah. why, you know, wasn't... No rest area, no on-ramp, something, a parking lot, something to pull them over? Right. Most of the time, though in my experience, most of the time when DOT does that, they'll come up to you and whatever, if they do stop you and they'll say, hey, driver, let me have your driver's license, follow me. Yeah. And they will take you somewhere else to do DOT. Like I said, I feel bad about anybody getting killed like that. I, it just... It, you know, I mean, it just breaks my heart to hear about anybody getting killed like that. But number one, she shouldn't have been there in the first place. Yep. And even I have been stopped on the side of the road by DOT. Driver, let me have your license. We're going somewhere. I said, that's fine. Yep. We ain't going to do it on the side of the road. I don't care what state I'm in, where I'm at. It ain't going to happen because I'm not going to be on the shoulder waiting for something to happen. Right. I'm not going to do it. Right. So that's, that's, I don't know if you can really push the opinion, but I believe you could, and there ain't nothing they can do about it because it's illegal to be on the shoulder of the road like that. I mean, these people, they some people think that that's just a little place to park for. Yeah. Whenever they want, you know, and they don't understand the way traffic is coming in and out on the interstates. You can't always get over. I mean, you can't do it. You know, I mean, I that's the first thing I try to do is get over it. And there's sometimes you can't get over, you know. And if somebody flies open my door and you hit them or whatever, what are you going to tell the cops? I couldn't get over? Yeah. You know, well, they know. You know, I even see highway patrols sitting on the side of the road like that. And people is trying to get over and nearly has wrecks getting out of their way. And they're doing paperwork. And they're yeah, they're sitting there doing paperwork. Yeah. Exactly. 
I mean, come on. I, I mean... For example, I had a guy stop right in front of me because a, co- a cop was pulled over on the side of the road doing his damn paperwork on the interstate. He stops. Oh, my God, I got to move over. And I laid on the horn. He shot over into the middle lane and hauled ass because he didn't see that a doggone semi-truck was right in his rearview mirror. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I I'm did. just like, but, golly. But what I can't understand, everybody knows... Well, I mean, I hope we've got the word out. It is illegal to sit on the side of the road like that. Now, if law enforcement has stopped somebody or whatever they threw, just don't sit on the side of the road. And what I kind mean, of example are you making for other motorists? What kind of example exactly. are you doing when you're flying down the interstate, no lights on, oh, but you're doing 90, not using your doggone turn signals or anything? What kind of example are you setting for the rest of the motoring public, especially the kids that just get their driver's license? Hey, cop can do it, so can I. That's the mentality. That's right. That's right. That's right. I really think that they ought to push that. I mean, I learned many, many, many years ago there was one on the side of the road and I just kind of got in the middle because I couldn't get over and I blew the guy's hat off. Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> he wasn't too happy. He wasn't too happy when he caught up to me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. And he pulled me it over. Kinda, he wasn't it kind of a game back in the day to see how fast we go by a smoke bear see if we could blow our head off? Exactly, you know, but I did. I blew it off, and he he finally, he called up to me, and boy, he was hooking to catch up to me, and, <laughs> and he pulled me over, you know, and man, he checked everything he could check, you know, I mean, he was checking everything he could check, I mean, I thought he was going to ask me, do you have your toothbrush in the truck just to see, right? He was going to find <laughs> something wrong on your ass. And he was going to find something wrong, but he didn't, you know, so I got I got in the middle right there, and I told him I couldn't get over. You know, I couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, and I, but he knew I was in the middle. But anyway, that's 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 not here or there. But I, I I really wish that they would really try not to do that because people see it, and other people are gonna do it. That's just all there is to it. People be, I've seen flatbedders sitting on the side of the road right there on the left side. You know, re. Uh, you know, strapping their load or tightening it down. Tightening it down, dangerous, yeah. man. That is. Plus, and he just went through a place, no one five miles behind him, he could have stopped. Yep. You I know, seen so it I on, I come across Pennsylvania Turnpike just uh, uh, the other day, uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Same thing. You know how they got those little emergency pull-off areas. you got to be behind the dotted line. Oh, no. He didn't pull off uh, way off the road. He's right on the white solid line, right on top of the damn turnpike, getting out on the driver's side, checking his straps on his on yeah. his load. Oh, nothing's yeah, going to happen okay. to me. They get that mentality. Nothing's going to happen yeah. to me. That's right. That's right. That's what, that's what they think. But anyway, that's... I just, I don't understand Maybe, Maybe if we keep doing this another 10 years, we might pound some sense into people's head. Nah, Uh, I don't think so. I I I would be dead for me. (laughs) (laughs) If it keeps going the way it's going, we we will be. Good Lord. I don't don't know how I'm going to die already. Oh, yeah? How's that? Well, what's going to happen? I'm going to be somewhere at a truck stop trying to get fuel. 
somebody sitting in front of me trying to take a 30-minute break eating a hamburger in the fuel island. And I'm going to get mad and drop dead of a heart attack right there. That's what's going to happen, I guarantee you. You're going to bust a blood vessel, huh? <laughs> exactly right. I do it all the time. I mean, I well, mean, it, I'm, but I'm, it's best to, better than going to jail and bust from busting a cap into somebody. Well, you know, years ago, you know, they <laughs> do that stuff. They pull around there and put a chain on that truck, and they drag you Yeah, the they drag you know? your ass out of the fuel island. Exactly right, but anymore you can't do that because... You ain't got nothing to drag with. Well, you yeah, you're gonna hurt somebody's. Right. Yeah, you're gonna hurt somebody's feelings. You touch their truck. You know. Yeah, that's about the size of it anymore. It really is, and and I just don't understand, and I don't get it. I'm trying to absorb it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not sinking in very good. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? You know. And, like, I have a favorite saying now, ain't nothing surprises me no more. <laughs> you right, know? And right. it don't. It really don't. I'll tell you a good one. I'm over there picking up my load, right? And uh, they got them yard guys, you know, that run around all over pulling trailers out, dropping trailers and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Well, they told me what my load was. They tell you where it's at, and, you know, you'll have a number or whatever. I'm going out there, and uh, I see my loaded trailer. I'm backing up to it. I keep looking out that left mirror, and I said, thinking, what is that? So I get out. They had backed this thing over a two-by-four. It wedged between both axles between the tires and blew two tires out. Wow. And I'm thinking, how did you do this? But the board was actually wedged between each tandem on the left side, wedged up between them tires. Yeah. So they did. It blow two tires out, you know. And I told that old guy at the D.C. over there, he said, what do you think? I said, when I grow up, I want to be able to drive a truck just like that. <laughs> exactly right. Now, how did you get the trailer off of that? How did you get that two-by-four out? I put that sucker down in gear, and I let it roll. That's how I got it out. <laughs> Hey, damage done done, right? So what we're gonna do? Broke two more? Hey, that's fine. They're paying for it, so and I, didn't I care, and I actually, you sent me that picture, and I actually shared yeah. it in our discussion group on Cat yeah. on Julia's Truck and Cafe regulars on Facebook, and a lot of guys were, you know, I'm asking, and I says, and what would you do if you were caught in this type of situation? How, what would you do? And one of the drivers said the same thing, you know, just drive it on out of there because you ain't gonna get it out any other way. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. That's the way you could have got it out, you know, so. Got some new tires out of it, so I did good, I guess. So right. I had to wait a little bit, so that that wasn't very good. But but anyway, I mean, I, I've seen things that I don't see how it happens. Like like when I park at a truck stop, which that's very rare anymore. But I try to position myself, if I can, where I'm sitting there going, you know, there ain't no way nobody can hit me. <laughs> and, and I've been hit three times at this one place, right? And I'm thinking, how did you do this? You know, I'm sitting there one time, I'm between two trucks. I'm about, oh no, there's one truck on my right and there's a parking place over on my left. Now, I pulled in, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting pulled in. This guy backs up coming into the parking place next Next to me. He's on his left side. He can see my truck. What does he do? 
He backs right into my mud flap on my truck and breaks my mud flap. <laughs> Jesus. And boy, you talking, I'm thinking, you know, Frank, and he was not cutting everybody down. He was from Canada. Mm-hmm. And he got out of that truck. I said, well, we got to change information now. Boy, he made me mad. They, the little truck stop called the cops because they knew I done got mad. <laughs> so anyway, but I mean, he's sitting there looking at it and he can't see he's going to hit it. Yeah, that's what I don't understand. I don't, I don't yep. see a person got their driver's license set. You know, but and you pulled in, and you pulled in, you pulled into exactly. a spot. You didn't back into the spot. No, pulled in. Wow, and I'm up pretty far too. That way, you know, they got plenty of room. Anybody want back in over beside me? Back straight in to my mud flap on my on the driver's side of the truck. Wow, and I'm thinking. Okay, do you need glasses? What, what's the problem here? You know, I mean, I, I, I can't even see it. And, you know, the guy thought it was funny. Wow. That's what made me even matter. You know, so I, I just, I, I'm thinking, oh, my God, you know, this is what we're dealing with on some of them now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I just well, shake I my head and I'm. Because he could see the doggone truck, so he didn't have to get out and look. That's for sure. Right. So. Uh, so scratch that. <laughs> I just I just shake my head at him anymore. Of all the stupidity that's going on out here, I just I just hold my head and it's like a forehead slap, shaking your head. I don't know what else to do anymore. You know, I'm just like, oh my god. But then I realize something. Do you know what I realized? What's that? That nowhere. Under the requirements of getting a CDL, did it say that you had to have brains or common sense? Well, that's like the question I asked the company. I said, do you? I'll ask you the same question. Do you think everybody can drive a car? Seriously. Do you think everybody can drive a car? No. No. What makes you think they can drive a truck? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That was my point. I mean... Some people just got it. Some people ain't don't have it. They never will have it. That's just all. And they need to get out of it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, but what I can't understand: a lot of these dumb stunts that they're pulling, they don't realize when they hit somebody or have an accident, they may lose your job. Yep. And anymore with all these CSA scores and all that kind of stuff, they might have a problem getting another one. Yep. And you know, then it, then it stays on your record for at least three years and all this kind of mess, if not longer. Right, right. And, and the company, you know, go ahead. And the company, they get like, I think it's times three or something like that on their deal. On their score, and, yeah. Right. And a lot of companies, a lot of these straight people, they won't hire you to pull if your scores are way high. Well, they you get 100 points on the driver's score. I forget. There's CSA is for the company, and I think, I don't want to say it wrong, but it's a P something uh, for the drivers, and they only give you 100 points. So if you're getting down on your points added up with too many collisions or, or bad, failed inspections or whatever the case may be, yeah, no a company's going to hire you. I think it, uh, most companies are like over 50. And if you get like below 50 uh, le- of the 100 points left on your, on your those points, 
um, for your CDL, they won't touch you and they'll say, wait three years before this stuff falls off and then come back and dry, you know, come back and apply to us again. Right. They'll so, let you go. Yeah, well, basically a lot of people need to think about, so we're going to starve to death for three years. We can't pay our bills and everything. Then go back to trucking again, right? It's, it's not their problem. It's not exactly. their problem. Maybe you'll straighten up and, and start flying right. It's not the company's problem. You're the one that, that done it all. They could care less. That's right. And a lot of trucks out here now, a lot of these trucks, they'll run the speed limit more. I mean, they'll, they'll play it go. But what I don't understand uh, that they don't understand, there's a time and a place to do what you need to do. And it ain't time to be running down through a middle road construction, running 75 mile an hour in a 55 mile an hour zone. Yep. You know, trying to run. I mean, I've had my mirror dog on there took off twice this last week because of people. Hey, slow it down. There's a time and place when you get that thing on outside of town, get away there. Then if you want to run, kick it on. And, and don't down, be tailgating know? somebody when you're in a cluster of trucks. Because somebody slower is trying to pass. I changed, had to change companies because of uh, financial circumstances. So the company I'm with now, I'm back to 65 mile an hour. Went back to a company driving truck. I'm 65 mile an hour. Don't be flipping me off and getting pissed off at me because I'm trying to pass a 62 mile an hour truck. I'll get out of your freaking way when I get around them. And don't sit there and try to tailgate me because I'll tell you right now, you'll be eating trailer doors. <laughs> Anybody listening to this, I'm sorry. Try it. Well, you'll be eating trailer doors, and I'll give you a warning over to CB. Well, like, like the respect that used to be out here, if if they would understand, if I mean, each other is all we really have. Yeah. If you look at it, I mean, the companies are are uh, they make you miserable sometimes. You know the way some of it goes. The shippers and receivers make you miserable. Hey. Let's start a little respect between ourselves. See if we can't make it better. You know, at least we don't have to worry about other trucks so much. We got to worry about four-wheelers. We got to worry about picking our loads up, delivering our loads. We got to worry about weight. We got to worry about all this. Let's try to eliminate one of them and have a little respect between each other well, maybe we can make it just a little bit easier, a little bit more funner, or something like that. I mean, good Lord, I remember years ago, there'd be some of us would run for 500 miles running across the state or something together, and we'd all stop and truck stop and have coffee and talk a little while longer. You know, made real good friends. Right. Real good friends. Well, when I was running across Pennsylvania, I got the radio all fired up and stirring up hate and discontent, like we used to call it and stuff. And and I had drivers telling me, you know, I haven't heard anybody talk for over five hours. And you come on the radio, they said, and I started cutting up with other drivers. And they'll say something, and I'll pop off with something right back to them and stuff. They didn't have, you know, uh, any idea what the heck I was going to say. And I I warned them ahead of time. I said, you never know what's going to come flying out of my mouth. And they are laughing and cutting up. And they said, this is the best time we've had. And they couldn't remember how long. Well, see, that's the way it used to be all the time. All of the time. Yep. Everybody was 
cutting up with each other, talking about it. Come on back over, big truck, or something. You missed oh, me, big truck, time. yep. But it ain't like that anymore, and it's it's probably never going to be back to like it was. But like I said, if we could try to respect each other a little bit more, it might make it a whole lot better in the long run for everybody. I mean, even if they starting out day one, hey, give them a little advice. Hey, what are you doing, driver? You know, or hey, you know, or something like that. Maybe try to help the people, you know, that they don't know because a lot of them now, they're turning about in schools. I don't see how they're doing that. They're not teaching them nothing. Well, you know, they're. That's going to be on a different, that's going to be next week's show. We're going to talk about that, you and I. And, um, but, but right now, we would turn around and, um, just like you said, just be nice to each other. Uh, try to have a little common courtesy out here. Not one particular driver owns a goddamn highway. Have a little patience and have a little common sense for the driver ahead of you. Start being caring because you know what? That car that you're trying to push down the road, that big truck that you're trying to push down the road, that might be your wife and kid in that car. That's that exactly you're trying, right. you got your damn grill in their back window. Think about that one. Picture your wife and kid in that car that you're trying to push down the highway. That's right. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. And when they, if they really think about it the other way, it might make them think, well, maybe I need to change a little bit. Mm, we hope so. I don't know about all that, but we hope so. So I appreciate you stopping back in again. Everybody is really enjoying the radio show and i have to say i want to thank all the new listeners and the new likes and everything on facebook and give a little shout out to everybody we now have over a thousand likes on facebook in the last couple of weeks so i'm very excited about that the popularity of the show is growing little by little not by leaps and bounds but that's okay because then it'll be a longevity show that everybody will look forward to listening to each and every week and with your help i greatly appreciate you always stopping by and making time for me it may not always be on a monday but we get it in try to get it in each and every week (laughs) well i enjoy doing it i mean if i'm working my way out eventually one of these days but way i feel if, if i can help one person you know driving a truck or answer something that they don't know about or Yep. Anything like that, I think it's worth it. Yep. Yeah, I really do because I was born into trucking. I've been in trucking my whole life, and I've seen it go up and down, and seen it come to what it is now, and it 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 just it just breaks my heart to see this. I mean, it really does because when I grew up and when I first started in trucking, you know, just like some of those songs used to be on the radio about talking about. Well, anywhere a trucker eats, you can bet it'd be a good place, mm-hmm. you know. And there's none of that no more. And the way we used to sit around and say, ooh, how she wiggles when she walks. Now these <laughs> younger people are flying little four-bar airplanes up in the you know, up in the cafes and stuff. I mean, but it's a different time and different generation. But I understand that, and I'm trying to accept them, but. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> it is. It is. It is really hard. You know, that's on uh, another point is that I remember when I was a kid, I grew up in the central part of Wisconsin and 20 miles away from anywhere. So my uh, idea of a good time was ride my bicycle half a mile to the nearest overpass. And 
you know, being on top of the overpass, waving at all the truckers that went underneath, you know, the overpass and all the horns blowing and all this kind of thing. Me and uh, the other uh, neighbor down the road, we used to meet at the overpass and sit there and wave at everybody. That was our way of saying hello back when we were kids. We used to respect truckers. We used to wonder, you know, man, where are they going? Where have they been? You know, what does these different states look like and all this kind of thing? There ain't that out there here anymore, I don't think. I really don't. No. No, because the respect lost between each other. When yeah. that happens, there ain't nobody else. I remember one time I was sitting at a truck stop. It was Christmas Day. And this had been many years ago. And uh, I noticed this car was put around and these kids was getting out. And I got to watching them. And what they was doing, they'd see somebody in a truck. And they'd walk up and they'd hand this little bag to you. And they'd look up at you and say, Appreciate you, Trucker. Yep. And it was a little bag of candy. Yep. You know, and now somebody give you something like, okay, is it poison or whatever, right? Yeah, but yeah. back then, I mean, them kids, it just it just made me feel so good. I mean, they're doing this on their time to helping truckers. Yep. And I just thought that was just the greatest thing in the world, you know. I mean, I told everybody about it, you know. I just thought that was the greatest, greatest thing, you know. But now if somebody did, like I said, you'd be wondering if it was poison or something, you know, scared to death. Yeah. But uh, but they did. They'd see a trucker sitting in his truck, and they'd come up to him, and, and the trucker, of course, rolled his window down, you know, and they'd hold that bag candy and said, appreciate you, trucker. Hmm. Merry Christmas. Yep. You know? Every few parts of the country I've been hearing and I've been keeping my ear to the ground on holidays, mainly Thanksgiving and Christmas, there are people out that will even cook meals and come by the local truck stop. And if they see a trucker in their truck, they'll hand out Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner if you're stuck in a truck stop over the holiday, which I still, it makes me emotional, still chokes me up when they do that. We're saying now, I'm thinking about it. See, it still tells you there's still hope. Yep. There's still hope. And I hope my maybe what we're trying to do here and whatever, like I said, I try to help anybody I can. And I'm going to tell everybody out there listening, look, if you got a question about something, I don't care how dumb you think the question is or whatever. Hey, between me and you, we got, what, like 70 years of trucking down? Shh. You're, I mean, you're showing I, your, you're telling your age. Shh. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I would just love to help somebody. Right, right. You know, if it helped them do something that they didn't know, or, or just, I mean, because like I said, that's, that's the way everybody there's, learns. Yeah, there's never a dumb question, so you can always leave a question in our regulars discussion group on any of the episodes. Uh, get a hold of me on Facebook. Uh, private message me on Facebook. Uh, you can always email me. My email's on the website, at info at juliastruckingcafe.com. Uh, you have a question for Lee. You can always email me, and I'll make sure he gets it, and we'll answer it on the next episode, on the next show. I don't have a problem with that. We will take all questions. I read all emails and comments. Good, bad, or ugly may not get posted, but, you know, we try not to have profanity on here. It is a G-rated show. But uh, yeah, I, there is never a dumb question, ever. Well, if you do get a bunch of questions that's similar, yeah. you know, just if they want me or whatever, we'll answer them on the air. I want yeah. to do this. No, uh, that way that 
we can try to cover it back. But I'm going to tell you a little story. When I was in school, I was in school first day, raised my hand. Teacher said, yeah. I said, when we get out? <laughs> she said, oh, about 2.30, 3 o'clock. I said, no. When do we get out? <laughs> I want to know when it was over with the first day. But, but like I said, everybody out there, y'all try to be safe and respect each other. And uh, and God bless you and keep it going straight. All right. Thanks again so much, Lee, for joining us this week. Also, I've been working on something that I want to give all of my listeners a heads up about. I have been working on a cafe store. Yes, you heard right, a store that features t-shirts, tank tops, ladies' apparel, men's apparel, socks. I'm going to have athletic leggings, uh, even uh, iPhone cases, all from product for products of the Julius Truckett Cafe. So it's going to be a Julius Truckett Cafe store. You would like to head on over to our website at juliustruckettcafe.com. You'll see the cafe store. Click on any of the images to go ahead and shop at the marketplace to see anything that you would like and I am coming up with new designs and new sayings for the different shirts if you happen to have a cute saying that you think would look cool on a shirt send me an email as always I greatly greatly appreciate each and every one of you who tune in as I mentioned before we're up to a thousand likes on Facebook that is totally cool I'm extremely ecstatic about that I'm so happy and so thankful that everybody is liking what I do and if you are new to the cafe and you'd like to check us out at the bottom of every podcast episode on our website like I said at juliustruckercafe.com I have links that where you could find me someplace else like iHeart radio youtube apple podcast or itunes spotify soundcloud stitcher spreaker twitter facebook and many many more don't forget to join our discussion group at julia's truck and cafe regulars.com i share recipes on our website cooking videos and a whole lot more if you want may i please and humbly ask that you also subscribe to our email list where I could send you the show notes right to your inbox. This way you don't have to keep coming back to the website. You have the articles that I reference every week right there, easy access right in your inbox. And in the future when I'm having new things coming out like this cafe store or new designs or something, if you are a listener and are on the email list, You'll have priority in getting those new things that are in the works. In the future, I may be running specials or discounts on different merchandise. You'll have priority in getting those discounts, only if you're a listener. Before I forget, please feel free to leave a comment on the bottom of an episode or on our Facebook page. I read each and every one. If you have an idea for an upcoming show, hey, shoot me an email. Info at juliastruckatcafe.com. There I said it. 
info at juliastruckercafe.com. Thank you so much for really helping this show grow. It's you, our audience, and I know Lee is with me as a huge thank you for liking what we do, liking this show. I try to report the news as fast as possible, like I mentioned in other episodes. As soon as we can synchronize our schedules, we I get it out. I'm working on Good Friday to get this out to you and to try to get it out as fast as possible. I hope everybody has a good Easter holiday. Don't eat too many jelly beans. Keep the shiny side up. Please use your headlights and turn signals. Wipers also when it's raining and use your headlights. Please, please, please slow down. Increase your following distance. There's a lot of bad weather out there. These cars don't understand that when they're trying to stop and they hit a water puddle, they're going to do nothing but hydroplane. Please stay safe out there. I really, really want you guys. I'd feel horrible if something happened to any one of my listeners. Thank you so much, and see you next week. Hi, need a ride? Hop on in. I'm headed to Julia's Trucking Cafe. Come on, let's go. We made it just in time. Come on, let's go get a seat. <laughs>